When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. You're listening to the Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. FM 104. A certain sound has been deemed the happiest sound in the world. If you hear this sound, it'll take you out of a good mood and put you into a bad mood, put a smile on your face and leave you feeling far better than you did before. What is that sound? It is not a golf swing. It's not uh, a basketball swish. It's not a golf clap. What else did we say? Uh, there was loads of guesses. Not a baby giggling. No. Um, not the your car starting. Oh, yeah. Ali and, sorry, Ali and... Dermot, was it? It was Dermot, yeah. The rain fall on the window outside when you're asleep. That's a very relaxing sound. Very relaxing. Oh, very, very nice. Uh, 0876797104. Uh, it is an animal, apparently. The happiest sound made, or the, the yeah, is from an animal. Not a thing or anything. What do you think it is? 0876797104. Now, before we mentioned animal, I'll just clarify this. Lucian said the quiet wife. Now, that's very sexist, that is Lucian. so sexist. How dare you? How dare you is right, because a quiet husband is obviously better. <laughs> I was going to say, and not only is it sex at Lucian, it's it's just absolutely false. When would you ever get a quiet wife? I we can't be misleading people. Hang on now. Hang on. The what? nicest sound in the world. Look at that message. Sir Shalong's voice on the radio. Yeah, I know. I agree with you. Honestly, God, I listen to myself. We back have such all funny the listeners. Time. We have such funny, funny <laughs> listeners. Or maybe he's actually referring to the most annoying sound Sorry, yeah. in the world. It could be Sir Shalong's yeah. voice. Yeah. Uh, okay, we have got uh, a few other messages coming in. Hit a tennis ball just right. Reed has followed up with, is it a cat's purr? Now, I own a cat. She annoys me so much. But that purr is so relaxing and it's been proven. BS. It has been proven BS. to to alleviate stress and anxiety and all these things by listening to a cat purring. And it's true and that is exactly what it is. Waffle. That is the answer, yes. Waffle. Apparently, most of us prefer a cat purring to any other noise in the whole world. Okay, when the cat's on your lap kind of half falling asleep and it's just kind of purring away there. Yeah. That's not bad. Is it nicer and happier than like a, I don't know, a dog panting or breathing? Or? Yeah, uh, yeah, it will be. We see what the cats have that is added to the niceness of the purr is they mm. kind of, it kind of vibrates when they purr. 
Not in a sexy Jeez. way, not in a weird Christ way, Thursday. not in a creepy way. I do not fancy my cat. Wow. What I'm saying is... If anyone hears from, like, the, is it a DSPCA who can home and rescue a cat from Sir Shalon's house? She needs to be rescued immediately. She she's in danger. Christ. No, she's not. I'm in danger. But no, they kind of, like, vibrate. It's like having, like, a, a pillow, a comfort blanket that just mm. yeah gives you a little hug. It's really nice. Yeah, it's re- it's a really nice sound. But that can't be the happiest sound in the world. It is the happiest sound. Most people in the world have voted that the best sound. And like it, it, anyone listening, whether you think that's the best sound or not, you know it's a good sound. Fine, it's a good sound. But again, I think like the golf clapping's nicer. The basketball swoosh. But that could give better. you a bit of a headache. Um, okay, no, yeah, fair enough. It's like not the purr like isn't, isn't really. There's a rhythm to the purr. Yeah, and it's not like a sound as such. It's kind of like background noise. Like, it would kind of be like. What you go to sleep at night with. You know, you listen noise. to all these white noises. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly what it is, but a cat purring. Now, listen to this, right? Uh, get a nice cat that's purring. Well, you know, some of them, cat are, that we have some of them now, are right? aggressive. You know, when they're outside and they're looking at each other, screaming at each other, they're trying to mate. Yes. Like, listen to that. It is what if every Monday from now on, just between 11 and 12, we just banged a cat on purring? What's spraying Susan? Brand new, groundbreaking radio. Putting a cat on air. Put little headphones on it and it can just sleep underneath the microphone. Oh, that could be a lovely background noise. If anybody wants to go to sleep right now, we'll read you a story <laughs> with the purring in the background. Now, is that not relaxing? Would you not just close your eyes and Let's all just go to sleep. Let's all have a little half an hour and a half now. We'll wake up at half eleven. actually fell asleep. Just, <laughs> oh God, shit, the radio. Yeah, woo! Sorry, lads. Would anyone notice? I don't think so. <laughs> and we'd stay on air because there'd we'd, be a cat exactly. in the background. There'd be noise. People, it would be an urban legend. It's like, have you heard FM 104 at 11 o'clock on a Monday night? They just play a cat purring for an hour straight. <laughs> I guarantee you, that would be Joe Duffy menstruating at the Imrose. Wow. Sorry, by the way, Joe Duffy won the award we were in at yeah, the Radio Awards Joe last Duffy week. Won. He had a whole show on... We forgot to talk about... Cormac being old enough to be at what, that stage menopause. in life. Yeah. yeah, menopause. Menopause, yeah. When you're just, balls fall off. No one talks about that. No. To wake up one day and the balls are at the end of the bed and you're like, what can I do now? Nothing. That's it. They just fall off. Little menopause. You're ruining the sleep. Sorry, sorry. Obsession, sorry. Breathe in. This is what they should do a mass instead of having like... Put a little cat up there. Yeah, just a cat purring. And now we pray. Lord Heavenly Father, we gather our sins. I'd like to give you thanks and praise. I think so. I think an hour of cat burn. Yeah. And everyone would tune in every Monday, right? Because they're like, they're not going to do it again. And we'll do it again. Yeah. And then they go, they can't be serious doing that. Although if you are working right now or just starting your job or a taxi driver, this is not what you want to hear. Because you'll fall asleep. Okay, if you're operating heavy machinery or your security or... Like the majority of people listening are working. I know, I know. And there's some people in a Romeo's or a Macari's out in Blanche <laughs> and all they're here now is... <laughs> some guy in a spa shop somewhere. Sorry. I think this is nice. They've changed now. They've changed station because... No, they because haven't. No, they there's haven't. no talking. There's only cat purring. I'm going to pitch this into Nobby now tomorrow. We're like, okay, Nobby, for an entire hour, Mondays, we just play cat purring. Yeah. And then people will be like, why are they doing it? And they'll think there's some reason behind it or it'll lead to something bigger. And it won't. 
it's just this for an hour and they'll tune in I guarantee you that would boost the ratings maybe they if we get be... loads of messages in saying oh my god I loved that cat purring yeah then we could go to Nobby and say for some reason no, I think we just all these messages just came in I think and we just do it I think we just do it okay which is better have a listen to this or or another Dermot Kennedy song oh no please I love Dermot but I love the cats more <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Which would you rather? An hour of cat purring or Ed Sheeran and Dermot Kennedy and the same shit that we all play uh, all the time? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I'm going with the cat purring. Oh, I'm going with the cat purring as well. If you want the cat purring or Ed Sheeran, will you please let us know? Uh, 087-679-7104. Here's uh, Robert Grace, Break the Silence, 7104. You're listening to the Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalong. FM 104. Robert Grace, Break the Silence, uh, sound chap, Irish singer and songwriter and producer. If you're not following him on TikTok, be sure to because he just likes taking the most random sounds that pop up on the app and making them into songs. So check him out. He's got new music and gigs out as well. Robert Grace, you can find him on uh, all your usual good social media platforms as well. Now, uh, the sound that is been voted or deemed the happiest sound in the world. If you listen to this sound, you will apparently be happier than you have ever been. It is a purring cat. That is the nicest sound, the happiest sound in the world, according to the majority of people. And it's nice. I can, kind of, I can weirdly feel that. Can't you? It's, it's a vibration. It's a vibration yeah. that we love. So yeah, that is apparently the happiest sound in the world a few people texting saying they unfortunately missed it um, people not agreeing some people hate, but that's the other thing some people hate cats I I actually do hate cats to be honest since I've gotten one they're really um, they're really disrespectful <laughs> they just pee they pee wherever they want they they literally only want your attention when they're they want food and okay, she will start giving out. She she literally does like laps around the room when she wants to be picked up. Yeah. But then if you go to pick her up, she's like, get off me. Right, yeah. But then she loves it when you actually grab her. She starts purring on you. Mm. And then that lasts for like three minutes. Then she'll scrape your face off. Then she just jumps off you yeah. again and she's like, get off me. Um, they're, they're just very disrespectful animals. Right, well, at least they make some positive impact in the world because they... They purr. Purr. That's nice. And that is the happiest sound in the entire world. Now, um, we were chatting about this a little bit earlier on, didn't get to completely finish the list, but Squid Games. If there was an Irish version of Squid Games, what would be the six games that you would play? If you have yet to see Squid Games, which I know some of you may not have done it, because it's always one of those things where it's like, oh my God, you have to watch it, and you just won't watch it because you don't want to give in to the peer pressure. It's... Definitely worth a watch. Squid Games is about... It's a Korean, South Korean TV show where 456 people are recruited. It's not. A, it's a drama. It's not a reality TV show, but it's about a TV show. It's like The Hunger Games meets Saw. And 456 people are recruited to play childhood Korean games. Games that kids in Korea would have played as kids. Kind of like, you know, our version of Tip the Can. But every game that you lose you die in a horribly violent manner. So don't watch this in any way. If you're emotional or hungover or in any way down, I would not watch this show because it's grim. It's miserable, it's morbid and it's very grim and incredibly violent. Yeah, it sounds horrible. Um, it's a great show though. But I think if there was a reality show made of this, I'd watch it. You would watch people dying in no, real no, life. No, 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 no. That is no. so grim, Saoirse. That is horrific. No, but being tortured, yeah. 
Yeah, people love that, you know. No, but they're volunteering to go on the show. No, I know you're thinking of something like Takeshi's Castle. Do yeah, you remember that? Yeah, exactly. Where like, they got spanked around, but this is them not, being not, shot in the head. No, like not dead. But I'm saying, if you want to be tortured and you know uh, you're given all these grueling tasks, like that's why we watch uh, I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. Like mm. that's tame, obviously. That's just yeah. you know that's even over the years when you watch, it, you're kind of going same stuff every year, and it's not dangerous. So now yeah. you want a bit of violence in it. I want violence, yeah. Someone loses a hand or something. You know what I mean? Or at least be in with a shark and try and survive. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, like a thing where some drunken lad runs into a pool over in the UK somewhere and falls on a spike and has a new bum hole. Uh, Maybe something like that. That happens, yeah. That That's actually, a video doing around at the moment. Horrific. Mm. Um, so we were just trying to figure out if you were to create an Irish version of the Squid Games, what would be the Irish Games and how would you die? We had. We had Tip the, tip can. the can, yeah, which... You know, you don't make it to the county. You probably just shot. You just get shot. No. Uh, the second game was what was the name? Wolf the wolf thing. What time is it, Mister Wolf? What time is Mister Wolf? Yeah. Except in this situation, uh, there's actual real life wolves who are hungry for blood, and everyone who doesn't make it gets eaten by the wolves. Yeah. I think that would be a good, perfect game for Irish good games. Decent. Yeah. I mean, hide and seek, similar situation to the first. The can. Yeah. So curbs then is your one. Curbs, and then maybe the ball explodes. Yeah. To everyone who didn't make it, and they get blown up. There's another one as well, Piggy in the Middle. What's that one again? Is that a very Irish one? That's an Irish one, yeah. Someone sits in the middle, they're the piggy, and then, you know, you're walking around tapping their head. Is that not Duck Duck Go or something? Duck Duck, Duck, Duck Goose. Goose. That's similar, yeah. What's Piggy in the Middle? I know the name, I, can't just, I cannot remember the game. I don't know how it could be... Uh, well, listen, we would Red Arse in there as well, which would you be impaled if you've ever played Red Arse. I can't remember how you lose Red Arse. I think it's a game of donkey. But we know that what we would do is stick a very hot rod up someone's bum. Yeah, that's how you die with, with red ass. Uh The other games would be as well, uh, someone mentioned Pogs. I loved Pogs. Pogs was a very, I know they were global, but like Pogs would have been a very Irish shot game. It was an Irish how, shot. How, how, would you, how would you die in Pogs? Mm. That's a tough one now. That is a tough one. Maybe a giant pog comes out and just crushes everyone. I was thinking maybe something poisonous. Why? Something, it could be like a... Well, it's got to be more violent than that. This is Squid Games, Irish version. Yeah, but it could, yeah, exactly. But it could be like a poisonous... Um, you know those tiny insect things that literally they bite you and you just die? You just swell up and then die straight away. Your air, airwaves get blocked. Uh, Why can't we do something like that? Ali said, curbs, tipped can, bulldog. What was bulldog again? Is that when there was a line of people and you try and break through the thing yeah. or something? It was like a game of chasing. I vaguely remember playing that, yeah. Uh, well, and I do snatch the bacon. What is snatch the bacon? I you filthy bitch. No, I played snatch the bacon and I can't Are we remember. say that on air? Yeah. It was a game back in the day. Was it, yeah? It was. Snatch the bacon. It was a great game. Jesus Christ, lads. So what are our top six then? You can only have six games in Squid Games. Okay, well, we have to do curbs. We have to do... Tip the can. Tip the can. I mean, I think we have to do hide and seek. Throw it in there as well. Ah, nah, no, hide and it. seek like, is an Irish. Like, no, I wouldn't put it, it in there. It is Irish, I'm not though. putting it in there. Every no. Irish child no. plays But that's the same as tip the can. Seek. It's the same as it's tip the can. It's not actually, though. It is, because you're hiding and seeking the can. You're not hiding and seeking know, the can. I, you not, know where I, the can is. I'm not comfortable, sir, you're putting hide and seek and tip the can. Okay, well, times Mr. Wolf is going in. Yeah. What about squares? Squares. Squares. What squares? Did you ever play squares? No. It's like uh, you played it on the road. You know the, the road was 
before tarmac. You had the concrete roads that were divided by the the line of tar in the middle, and you had a little square. It's like football tennis. So you played. Everyone had a square, yeah. and then you had to. It's like a game of tennis, except with a football. And you were in your square. What squares? Yeah. No. Never heard of it. That's a that's a pure Irish game now. Squares, hundred percent. Playing on the road. That's something the car comes. And then when squares, here's how you would lose at squares. Uh, everyone who was eliminated from squares, their square would just open up beneath them, and they'd fall to their death. Ah, uh, that's a really good one. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be another one. Yeah. Conquers. Uh, was conquers not collecting conquers, and then no, but then you had them on the string, and you brought them in school, and you smashed each other's conquers in the yard. And lads would. Did you never play that? No, we collect the conquers, and we. Piggy, we probably did, yeah, we probably Ooh. did actually, to be honest. Never okay, Conquers. no. Conquers isn't in the game, no. We're not doing that. Know, no, someone explain Piggy in the Middle, and we need to go to that one because that is very Irish. Uh, Piggy in the Middle is one person in the middle, and you throw a ball, and then the person in the middle has to try. Oh, Simon Says is a good one. Piggy in the Middle was just bullying, wasn't it? Kind of, yeah. Simon Says. Uh, IRA. Yeah, we had IRA Bash earlier on as well. Great game. Amy, uh, hopscotch, bulldogs charge, snatch. The, what is snatch the bacon? Oh, I used to always play it. I can't remember now. What was the one with the elastic around your ankles? Yeah, there was two people with the elastic around their ankles, and you had to do the jump thing in something, something scales, and you try and jump on the. God, you were put outside a lot. I as was, well. yeah, but the colourful elastic bands, and you had to jump on the sides of them, and you had to like turn around, and then did the scales get higher and higher, or the elastic bands get higher, or something? Well, basically limbo. No, so. Let's say me and you are playing, not playing the game. So I stand here and you stand there, and then yeah. we have the elastic bands. They go behind my legs and behind your legs. So yeah. there's like two lines, and then someone stands in the middle. It's kind of like skipping, except you're skipping over the two elastic bands that oh. are in the middle between us. No, I never. And if you, that. you kind of jump around and do all this stuff, and then you, I think, have to land on top of the two of them. But if you miss one, you're dead. Oh. You're gone. Okay, yeah, that would work. What? What is? Oh my god, people are... Inside, sh- inside, inside, square. Yeah. Oh yeah. People are flooding in. Trish has nailed it. With all these brilliant ones. Days out in um, Clare Hall. What was Shores again? We used to play bins, right? So you, you ever go on a big green in a housing estate and then sometimes they'd have a big square thing, a tarmac for playing like football on or whatever? I just remember we had one estate where there was a big tarmac square in the middle of the green, but there was a bin either end of it. And then the idea was it'd be like two on two or three on three and you'd have to try and hit the bin. So the ball would be pinged down the other end. You'd just be aiming for the bin. If you hit the bin, you lost a life. But if you got the ball in the bin, you oh. won. You won. Straight away. Game over. Okay. Great game that was, actually. Rounders. Uh, yeah. Rounders was good. Rounders was a very Irish game as well, wasn't it? Yeah. 87 uh, We're trying to complete the six Irish squid games and figure out how you would lose in things like tip the can and uh, rounders and the like so if you have any other squid game suggestions Irish childhood games that you play that we can throw into modern squid games which is now going to be the most viewed Netflix series of all time this could be dark as well do you remember at every birthday party I was ever at Blind Man's Bluff where you're blindfolded oh that's a good one that could be yeah that could be dark as well if you lost that any other ones let us know 0876797104 you're listening to the podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. FM 104. Uh, okay, if you were creating your own Squid Games, an Irish version of Squid Games, what would be the games that you would put in? But how would you wind up dying? If you haven't seen Squid Games, it's the latest craze on Netflix. It's a South Korean show, and it is about it's a competition. Four hundred fifty-six people are competing against each other to try and win thirty-seven million 
it's equivalent to 37 million euro and they have to complete and do a load of games that they played as kids in Korea so they're everything from marbles to whatever the six games that they have to play in the squid games and then one person is crowned a winner now it's a drama it's not a reality TV show and every time you lose you lose in a very harsh fashion you lose with your life in this TV show the people who lose the squid games they all die yeah, like, I mean... A horrific death. It couldn't be a reality show. No. But I don't like the fact that people are so into this show. Yeah. I, I know it's not real, but... Like, it's still a bit grim and morbid. So if you haven't seen it yet, it's incredibly violent. It's a really good show, by the way. For some reason, it's very compelling and addictive, and you do want to keep watching it and watching it, because I think it plays on all our morbid curiosities and our dark sides. But you know the way it's so... um, Real... As in, like you said, the camera shots and stuff. Oh yeah, they leave nothing to up. the imagination. You see someone getting shot in the head and you're like, wow. Do you start becoming desensitised to those shots? Like when yeah, you're watching bit. it, the more you watch it, are you like, oh nah, right, yeah, I wasn't whatever. The last one. Like, that's a bit worrying, isn't it? Oh yeah. Oh like, yeah. Like you should be like, <gasps> horrified. Yeah, so it's uh, currently the number one show on Netflix. It potentially may become the most watched Netflix show of all time. Uh, it was meant to be a movie. It has been in the works for the last 10 years before Netflix said, sure, go on, give us that there. And another fun fact as well, um, the sale of white van slip-on shoes, which all the players have to wear in the game, uh, have risen by 7,800%. Wow. So, I mean, it's a hot property right now. Mm. They're influencers. It's not scary. Good show though. It's uh, pro- there probably will be a second season. I'd say because it's so successful, I'd be like, yeah, more. And they did set it up. But if you haven't watched it, don't watch it. If you're tired and emotional or in a bad way, you kind of need to be prepared mm. psychologically to watch it because it's a bit grim. But listen, they put in Korean childhood games. If there was an Irish version of Squid Games, what games would we have? We, I need a pen. The amount of messages coming in here. Uh, Mother, may I? Oh, what was that again? Like, that's what I'm trying to remember. Well, I, yeah, I used to like play that. asking something. So here, here, here's the list. We need six. So uh, what are we saying is going in? Tip the can is a solid one, right? Tip so the can is going in there. Tip the can. That one. The, what the time wolf, is it, Mr. Wolf? M- Mr. Wolf. Curbs is going in there. I think Curbs has to go in there as that well. That one yeah. you were talking about earlier on, you and Dave were bonding over. IRA Vash? Yeah. Stick that in there. Well, I mean, we only have three left. It's, it's a definite maybe. Is it, is it 100% A lot of people in? did end up questioning about okay. that one, so that's got to go in. IRA slash IRA bash, or IRA bashings. That was, um, there was like two teams of five, and each team had a secret word, and each player had a secret letter. And the mm. idea was to extract the information out of your fellow teammates. Uh, IRA bash. So that leaves us with only two. So what other two Irish games are we putting into... Bulldog is very popular as well. A lot of people messaging in about that. Squares. I want to put squares in. Remember slaps. Yeah, do you remember slaps? No, I don't remember slaps. But we've just got a definition here in from Ali about snatch the baking because we couldn't remember how it went and what it's about. So you're on a tennis court. Well, it's not to be tennis court. Two opposite teams run back and forth to the opposite team line then someone tries to snatch the ball in the middle and then try not to get tagged when they run to their other side oh yeah is it like hungry hippos kind of yeah you didn't have to do it on a court but yeah it had, there had to be a ball in the middle and you run in try and get two it two teams yeah right that okay. was very popular more popular than squares I would have said yeah I would have said so I seem to be on my own here with squares mm. 
Not liking it. Tip the can. What time is it, Mr. Wolf? Curbs. Iron Bash. You don't want to put hide and seek in? I don't, because I think it's too close to tip the can. Fine. That was my favourite game. <sighs> what are the final two games in Irish Squid Games and how do you die? The uh, slapped arse thing. The up the bum thing. What was it called? Red arse. Red arse. The up the bum thing. Well, that's, that's what we're saying. It's a punishment. That's Saoirse's um, internet a, a history right there. A hot iron up the bum and that's going to kill you. That would be literally the worst way. Red arse, okay. I can't remember. I think red arse was a game of donkey. It was like keepy uppies or whatever. And every time you dropped the ball, you lost a life. And then whoever lost, I think, had to bend over and everyone else had the ball like peno spot distance away from them. Oh, and it just lined up and tried to boot you in the arse with it. Wow. And the worst was when you got it in the back of the calf or the leg. It was like, oh, horrific. No, thanks. No, not for you. No, I've never played it and I don't want to play it. All right, so uh, what are we saying then? Tip the can, Wolf, Curbs, IRA Bash, Red Arse. What's the final one? What's the final Irish game going in for Squid Games? Oh, this is hard. What There's is so it? many different ones coming in here. I know, yeah. Some of them I know, some of them I don't know. And that's the problem. Put in British Bulldog. We can't put in British no, Bulldog in into Irish Squid no. Games. Come on. A lot of these uh, stuff. Mother of. May I, Cat Sticks. I mean, Slaps. Um, no. Uh, hopscotch. I mean, is that Yeah, that's idea? what I said earlier on. But Hopscotch isn't a game that you really play with other people. You can't really lose in Hopscotch. Or you could go outside the line, but like, not really. Uh. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Uh. No. I mean, can we say maybe piggy in the middle? Knock at the knocker. If you lose, you're reefed into the gaff. <laughs> I think, Dave, you made that up, did you? Was that like knickknacks? That would be a good one. What would happen, though? Well, if you're caught. Yeah. What's the punishment? Well, you get shot in the head again, I suppose. Yeah, but you need a different thing. I know, yeah. You have to run away and 
I don't know, maybe you get ploughed down by a tractor or something. Heads and volleys. <gasps> Do you know what? Do you know what? Maybe you get electrocuted when you're running out. Yeah, if you don't make it. Or what a heads and volleys is another good one because heads and volleys, you could say you, you, you'll lose your head. People who lose. Oh dear. You know, because this is a grim show, by the way. Very grim show. Yeah. Okay, fine. That's the last one then. What is? Heads and volleys? Yeah, heads and volleys. Fair enough. No head. Oh, right, there you go. So we have our six games there. Irish uh, Squid Games will be tipped again. What time is it, Mr. Wolf? Curbs, IRA, Bashans, Red Arse, Heads and Volleys. Um, happy days. And are, you, is, are you pitching this into RT? Or? Uh, no, because RT doesn't commission Irish shows. So what we'll have to do is go to Channel 4 oh, yeah. or the BBC or go directly to Netflix because RT, Jesus. Unless this was a crime drama, if we can put in Aidan Gillen, if we can fit Aidan Gillen into this in some way, shape, or form, <laughs> then we will have a gig, I think. And if we, there's drugs, if there's something, if there's a storyline about crime or drugs, actually, we could put We're it in. in. That actually might work, yeah. And if you maybe said on Will Cadigan, Doug Dean Lehrer's oh, in there as well. Couple yeah. of fucking, actually, yeah. Couple of fucking Lash Gaelga, we might get, a, might get a grant or whatever. So that's the Irish version of Squid Games. Uh, tomorrow in Abu Dhabi, they're running a real life Squid Games. No one's obviously going to die, but the Korean embassy over there is doing that. And as I mentioned, the sale of white slip-on Vans shoes has risen 7,800% after this. And do you know what I think the number one Halloween costume this year is going to be? Squid Game costumes. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, no, no. They've yes, already told us what no, it's going to no, be. No, no, no. That's bullshit. This, no, the no, number no. one uh, Halloween costume this year will be lads in green tracksuits, which are the Squid Games tracksuits. Green like Adidas tracksuits. Or have you seen the characters in Squid Games? It's uh, like a pink yeah. or red jumpsuit and then they have a triangle or a square or a circle on their face and it's hidden in a mask. They are going to be... I don't think enough yeah. people have seen it and they won't have seen it fully in time for Halloween. Bullshit. So it's still going to be Karen... This year for the best Halloween costume or the most popular Halloween costume. What do you mean? Like Karen. Don't be a Karen, Karen. Oh. What, yeah. what does a Karen look like? They have the updo. They have the bob hair. You literally get a wig. I'm putting you under citizen's arrest. Yeah, there's a Karen costume. No. I, I think Karen is still very much a topic of conversation. And I think this is Halloween for 2021. 2022 will be Squid Games. No, no, I it will, no, 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 because no, it will. No. Because they'll come out with a new season and then no. by that stage everyone will have seen it. So next year it's gonna explode. What about you know the way you love Halloween? What are you dressing Actually, up as? I hate Halloween. Love it. What are you dressing I up as? put up my Christmas tree on Halloween. God, that's actually really soon. I need to go get it. That's in three weeks. Yeah. Halloween is in like three weeks. Wow. Um alright, what do we think the most popular common Halloween costume this year is gonna be? Based on the old current affairs, I think it's Squid Games. Could be wrong. Here's the Kid Leroy. You're listening to the Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. FM 104. It's Cormac and Saoirse here on Room 104, right? Uh, Squid Games, we've been talking about it this evening. It's probably going to be the most watched Netflix show of all time. Already, it has had a massive uh, influence on Vans shoes. There's been a 7,800% increase in sales of those shoes. And I'm convinced it's going to be the number one go-to Halloween costume this year. Uh, we don't know yet. I think we do. I think we can call a spade now. You're saying it's going to be going to be Karen, Karen costume, but yeah. Karen is kind of like it's a bit old at this stage, isn't it? Uh, no, it's not. It's coming back. It came back strong this year. I don't know. It did. Yeah, I, I think because people were so annoyed being locked down, they all turned into Karens, and then suddenly it caught on with the kids, and the kids there was some like uh, cartoon Karen. Oh, what is it? Yeah, and the kids know about it. Well, no. So I've heard kids in restaurants saying, oh, well, I pretend to be the Karen. And then they want to talk to the manager. It's brilliant. 
Ah, <laughs> uh, you gotta love it in fairness. Justice for Karen's though. Yeah, you gotta be... You wouldn't want to be called Karen. Not anymore, would you? No. Sad in a way. That's a horrible name, really. We have a Karen that works here who's definitely not a Karen. No, she's not a Karen. No. I had a cousin who was a Karen. Was she a Karen? No. They get a lot of stick and I think especially it's not a typically Irish name. Mm, so it's kind of... There's enough Karens in here. Is Karen more of a American? I don't think so. I know a lot of Karens. Do you? Yeah. I don't. I know two. You know a lot. Went to college with one. Was she a Karen? But she was Karen. No, she was a mess though. Yeah, same absolute thing. Absolute mess. Same no, thing. Uh, just an absolute mess. Uh, all right. Anyway, any other ideas on what is going to be the go-to number one? most popular Halloween costume this year. How would you dress up as lockdown? Oh, you know what will be the most? Depressed. Yeah, she's going crying for the whole night. You're like, ah, what are you? I'm, I'm the last 18 months. That's what I dressed up as. I'm going to dress up as Tony Hoolan and I'll just slap pints you out of people's should. hands and tell people to stop having fun. Yeah, actually, that's a good one. Yeah. Just a suit, bald hair and a case and a chart. The only thing is you can't really go out. Oh, he could not have to sit at home ringing people. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I'm just, I'm just, just advice. I'm following the models. Anti-crack, remember? Oh, Tony Houlihan were like seven incredibly hot women because Tony's just following the models. But um, boom, boom, Tony Houlihan. That, that took a sec. I was like, wait, is he Instagramming models too? <laughs> <laughs> Tony's got a different side hustle going on. Having a good time. No, but as well as that, Stephen Donnelly. On a trampoline. Oh my God, yes. You know, having you could do that so well. You'd, like, you'd put his cone head through the trampoline. Yeah. And he'd be, he'd be around you. That'd be so much fun. <laughs> Stephen Daniel on a trampoline would be amazing. Oh, it's so tragic, isn't it? Or just dress up as a hotel. Because that's, you know, the Dublin's turned into that. Anyway, I don't know how you do that, but there you go. Any other ideas? Let us know. Most popular Halloween costume this year. Any, any takers? What you think it is? Drop us in a WhatsApp. On the way next, if you're in a long-distance relationship, great news when it comes to interactive, engaging sex. You're listening to the Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. FM 104. It's Room 104 with Cormac and Saoirse here. Now, we, we've talked about sex toys on this show quite a lot before, but when it comes with new technology, what does it mean for you know a sex toy to be a, a virtual reality interactive sex toy because these are a thing now this is like sex toys are getting really hyper developed and super advanced well joining us from Kiro.com which is uh, an adult toy website who have some of the most groundbreaking sex toys that are out there we're delighted to welcome onto the show to explain a bit more about virtual reality sex and sex toys and all that stuff we're delighted to welcome onto the show Ashton Egner how are you? I'm good thanks how are you doing? Uh, we're doing really well now I find this all re- very fascinating because I've, I've put on a VR headset before and I was immersed in this game and you know you kind of look 360 and everything is you know you're like totally out of reality is this going to be a bit of a danger for physical intimacy with each other okay so um we do get asked that question a lot (laughs) Uh, like will you just end up using these toys as your own form of intimacy will you lose human contact and um yeah we always have like a simple answer that no this is not the case like people are always looking for alternate realities to perhaps live out their fantasy but maybe it's not just because
because they're um yeah like wanting to live in an alternate world maybe they're disabled and they can't actually experience what it's like to be with a person in real life so i think that there's many benefits before uh we look at the the cons of it <laughs> so just to describe exactly what i know you have a lot of different kind of toys on the website ever this one in particular it comes with the male sex toy it has the vr headset goggles that you put on to obviously give you that immersive experience either maybe when you're watching or interacting with somebody else and it has that um famous sleeve which is like a male vibrator, I suppose. How does all that work together? Okay, so uh, maybe I can just take a step back a little bit and yep. explain what it is essentially that we do. So um, we like to think of ourselves as a company that facilitates touch, uh, no matter where you are in the world. And a couple of years ago, we created this unique technology that allows you to send touch through the internet. And when we first started, you know, it was all an idea. It came from um, the movie Demolition Man, where Sandra Bullock and Sylvester Stallone had virtual sex using a helmet. And um, our one of our founders was like, this is pretty, pretty, pretty cool. I really hope that we could, well, I want to see if we could get a team together and try to do it. And so lo and behold, they managed. Um, they managed to send touch from one uh, device to another. It was a female device to a male device, I guess you could say, or a penis sleeve. Yeah. And uh, but it could only send touch one way. Uh, and obviously we needed to test the market. Like, is there a need for these long distance sex toys? And um, there was. Everybody was so interested. They were like, I'm in a long distance relationship. I'm I'm in the army. I'm here. I'm disabled. Um, but the, the adult companies were also like, yeah, holy, holy shit. Swear. You can say it. You're <laughs> fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They were also like, OK, this is really cool. What if we could send touch through the internet with webcam performers or with the content. So we went ahead and we first we were a company for long distance relationships. So we can now have uh, sex regardless of where we are in the world. As long as we've got an internet connection. Yeah, we can get it on. It doesn't matter if we're heterosexual or bisexual or whatever. We can connect any of our products to each other and they can all yeah, React. We took it from there and we moved on to virtual reality and it's 3D gaming. You can go in, you can put your um, one of the penis sleeves on, I guess you could say, and whatever you see or encounter in the virtual reality uh, will happen to your product. So if um, a beautiful, busty person gets on top of you and starts moving up and down, you see that in your goggles, but your product also does it. This is like game changing. It's uh, it's really cool. Like, I mean, I don't have a, a penis, but I've seen it before and I sit, you can sit with our, um, our flagship product. Uh, it's another one. Uh, it's called Kion. Uh, and that one actually moves up and down and you can sit with it on your lap, put on the, the goggles and you can see a person getting on top of you and the content is encoded in such a way that even if they make a tiny little movement, it will react on your product. So if they make a big movement and move up and down, um, you will feel everything you see basically. For the women then, what, what have we got? Yeah, so um, we have vibrators, um, we have insertables, or we have ones that you use yourself. Uh, and when it comes to the content, the vibrations move up and down. Uh, so it's not that, yeah, the device is moving up and down, but we are working on an attachment, which hopefully will be ready 
before the end of the year that will go into our flagship product, Kion. Uh, and instead of having a masturbator on it, it will have a dildo. So exactly the same thing, whatever you see on screen. It's basically like an F machine, if I could say that, <laughs> a beep machine. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> because everybody's always asking us, but what about the women? And we're like, yeah, you know, we, we've got you, but... <laughs> yeah, so let's take then, as you mentioned, a long distance couple who... Um, are using these devices to obviously be intimate with each other? Do your so do your male and female? Let's take a standard male female couple would put these on. They'd connect them to the internet. Is there an app or whatever? And then they kind of pair up with each other. And then they're doing what they're doing. And they're the two sex toys are talking to each other back and forth, for want of a better word. Yeah, uh, essentially. Um, so uh, we do have a mobile app, uh, and it has everything included inside it. So you can video call. You can chat. You you can send naughty messages. You can send a little vibration in case like I'm offline and you're on. And yeah, you can connect. Uh, even if you don't have a product, you can use our app to connect to yeah your partner's product and control their vibrations. Uh, we have a lot of these toys that are also what we would call insertable. Uh, and you could wear them underneath your clothes and in public. So um, it's very fun for couples to do like, yeah, um, discreet public play is uh, yeah what we would call it. <laughs> So yeah, it's all possible um, and it all happens through our mobile app. This is amazing. I can imagine this is saving a lot of people from having affairs. Uh, yeah, I and mean, a lot of people are also exploring their sexualities and finding new places or new people to um, be with online. Uh, we have a lot of um, like forums uh, where couples, or not even couples, but singles can just go find other singles to meet and um, be intimate. Uh, and also a lot of the time they prefer for it to be anonymous. So they'll just say, okay, male for female, looking for just, you know, 15 minutes of quick control time. <laughs> and then we never have to speak again. So <laughs> yeah, no STI on top of that. Exactly. Yeah. Um, like Tinder has the Tinder passport now. This is something that we would hope to have like similar in the future where you could meet online. And yeah, I mean, a lot of relationships are actually started uh, online anyway, so why not be able to experience what that person is like um, intimately before meeting them? Maybe you don't even like what you see before. <laughs> yeah, before you get there in real life, right? Save yourself a plane ticket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do a bit of a good um, research before you move forward with anything. What, what do you think then? I'm sure there's, as you mentioned, there's a whole lot of pros to this. And I'm sure people have, have argued saying that virtual reality sex is heading in the, in the wrong direction for society, that we need more connection and we need to come off line more and we need to not be as I suppose disconnected in the real world as possible what do you say to people who might might necessarily be 100% behind this idea of virtual reality uh, intimacy oh yeah okay well it's always very um, difficult to say okay what you would do I wouldn't do or what I would do you wouldn't do because you never know somebody's uh, personal situation and we work with a lot of um, sex therapists because people with sexual dysfunction um, have a really hard time finding a partner to be intimate with, for instance, or a person um, that's, yeah, a 30 year old virgin might have stage fright and not be able to be with somebody in real life. 
or COVID, for instance, has separated mm. us. So yeah, people are looking for new and different ways to connect. And regardless of whether that's with a person in person or a person online, uh, I think that it's up to everybody uh, or to that person to yeah make their own choice and choose their own path. And for a lot of people, it's not maybe something that they want, but it's the only option they have. So yeah, I think that uh, you have to keep an open eye uh, with everything that we do and uh yeah i mean some like virtual reality is not for everyone but for other people it is the only way that they can live a life well i think you know when people first heard about online dating they turned their nose up at that and sure that is the way to meet people nowadays so i think it's the next yeah online dating is booming um (laughs) even way before uh people were in short distance relationships because of covid um online dating has been around for what 25 years or something everybody's always looking for a new way to connect and yeah meeting person in a bar is not always possible anymore. Yeah, it's definitely it's, it's a really interesting merging of various different ideas and technologies and areas. So um, if you're listening, you want to check out one of the world's, I suppose, first and most interactive virtual reality sex toys. You can get that and a, a load of other interactive sex toys as well on Kiro.com if that's spelled K-I-I-O-O.com and even just browsing. You can have a good nose and see the future of sex is on that website and it's, uh, it's amazing what's achievable and what um, accessible now for, for most people around the world but listen um, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you Ashton Egner from Kiro.com thanks a million for popping on and we'll chat to you again soon thank you very much for having me you're listening to the Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long FM 104 a lot can happen in three years like a chatbot maybe your new best friend but what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian-developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.